Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. With tighter liquidity and a higher cost of capital, investors seem to be shifting their focus to companies that have strong fundamentals and a path to profitability. And that sense of appetite is evident in IPO markets, where the global IPO market has been shifting dynamics, featuring improved market sentiment in major Western countries, the prospect of high-profile U.S. IPOs, robust emerging markets, and a cooling China IPO market. So to find out more about the trends in the global IPO market and how investor appetite has shifted this year in regards to the IPO market, joining us today is Yu Kyung Tian, who is the ASEAN and Singapore IPO leader at EY. Hi, Yu Kyung. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, good afternoon, Hongbei. Good afternoon to you too. Yu Kyung, just for some context here for our listeners, how did the uh, global IPO market perform in the first three quarters of this year? I mean, did we see more IPOs and more capital raised or was it to the contrary? Yeah, I, I must say that the first three quarters of this year was encouraging. Mm. The number of deals globally did fail slightly by 5%, but proceeds did came down quite a fair bit. Mm-hmm. I think... There's the absence of some mega IPOs that we have seen earlier. But I think the signs are really encouraging. Mm. I think we are seeing similar trends in Asia-Pacific as well as EMEA. But I think we are just waiting for the large deals that are probably on the side. Uh, Mm. Yeah, that should turn the trend. Okay, okay. I mean, there were some declines. It looks like there was a 5% decrease in the number of IPOs and a 32% decline in the amount of capital raised year over year in the first three quarters. I mean, but despite the decline, though, market momentum, it seems to be building with Q3 having, you know, witnessed a notable improvement in post-IPO share price performance compared with, you know, previous quarters. So, how was Q3 different from previous quarters? Did you see an investor appetite, you know, towards the IPO market shift? Yeah, I, I think we observe that IPO activities are definitely gathering pace globally. Mm-hmm. And I think companies are also adapting very well to investor expectations. I think what is driving uh, the trend mm-hmm. could be more realistic pricing of IPO. And and you, as you correctly pointed out, uh, there are a number of IPOs that are trading above their IPO prices, mm-hmm. and this should renew investor and market confidence. Mm, okay, okay. So what are some of the trends that you're seeing within investors? I mean, what factors are making certain IPOs attractive for them? What are some of the expectations they have now? I think the market has been pretty agile in adapting to the new expectations of investors. Okay. I think 2022, we do see a dip in IPO and uh, the market is definitely now a lot more focused on value instead of just grow at all costs. I think companies are beginning to focus on the fundamentals, uh, returning to profitability, and we're also seeing companies with good ESG stories mm. and AI, uh, they're attracting investors. Mm. So with a good what we call equity story, mm-hmm. uh, companies that are able to demonstrate resilience and agility, realistic expectation. And everyone is monitoring how these shares are performing post-IPO could really spark a uh, IPO revival. Mm, okay, okay. I mean, with that, are companies also adapting to such revised investor expectations? 
Yes, I, I, I think so. I think based on our conversations with companies mm-hmm. and I think that the, the market, everyone understands that the days of cheap capital is over. Interest mm. rate is high and uh, companies are now more focused on fundamentals uh, instead of just growth at all costs. And uh, they are adapting to the new normal. Mm. And I think they are pretty staying very agile to market conditions. Mm-hmm. And all this, all this looks good uh, to investors. Mm-hmm. And in terms of pricing, in terms of valuation, I think it has also been more realistic as witnessed by how shares of IPO are performing post-IPO. Mm, okay, okay. I mean, if we look closer to certain markets here, it looks like the U.S. IPO market is bust with activity while China is stalling. But in fact, in the previous year, the U.S. was the one that froze while China surged. So why has this trend reversed? Uh, there are various reasons for it. I think, mm. I think firstly, in China, uh, the regulators have taken a more rigorous vetting process and a lengthier registration procedures as they try to curb the pace of IPOs to balance between investment and financing. I think it's to curb the exuberance the Chinese regulators may be concerned with. Mm -hmm. And I think another major factor is that if you're looking at uh, 2022, many companies are shining away from the U.S. exchanges, also to avoid the risk of delisting, Mm -hmm. uh, given, given... conversations and the negotiations between the regulators and the authorities. Mm. I think with clarity over these regulations and cooperation between the Chinese and U.S. authorities to allow the PCOB to begin the inspection of what we call foreign private issuers from China listed in the U.S., I think this has led to renewed interest of the Chinese companies listing in the U.S. again. Mm. And I think uh, this, this probably will explain the trend of the reversal mm. and, uh, and and I guess this is what we are seeing now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But other than China though, what about other countries in the Asia-Pacific region? How is the IPO market performing there? Are they performing better than Western IPO markets? I think other than China, we, we, we are seeing that Japan, Korea, Oceania and even ASEAN mm. uh, are pretty much holding their own in terms of the IPO numbers as well as the proceeds raised. Okay. I think closer to home, the activities continue to be quite encouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, ASEAN have seen 125 deals this year, mm. raising 5.1B uh, US dollar. Uh, and this is up from the 106 IPO, raising 4.5B in the same period last year. Mm. So uh, Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia uh, continue to see very active IPO activities. Mm, okay, okay. But it looks like also emerging markets are the real winners here. In fact, emerging markets are dominating the IPO landscape and it's representing three quarters of the market. What's making emerging markets attractive for IPOs at the moment? Yeah, I guess, I guess for, for the emerging markets, there are more realistic valuation and their supportive regulations as well as improving economic conditions are definitely encouraging companies from these markets to consider mm-hmm. IPO. Uh, it's definitely a much preferred alternative to that as interest rates continue to remain mm-hmm. uh, at elevated level. In some countries, it could be due to uh, changes in regulations. For example, in Thailand, uh, there may be a change in the regulation to require three years of audited financial statements mm-hmm. compared to now just one. So companies may be they are considering IPO, may want to do so before end of the year. 
Okay, okay. We talked a bit about several of the countries and the different markets here. But in terms of sectors, though, what sectors are leading global IPOs? I mean, and which sectors are lagging behind? Uh, I think the sectors that we are seeing uh, being active in the first three quarters, I, I think the usual suspect will be technology. Technology mm. sector continues to dominate. Okay. Uh, we are also seeing uh, quite a renewed interest in industrials as well as consumer market. Uh, what may be slightly lagging behind probably uh, the energy sector. And I guess, I guess part of the reason is that uh, Or the number of IPO that may have fallen below the initial filing range that could, that could have discouraged some companies. But we we are optimistic. I, I guess we're looking at 2023 mm. itself. Uh, many of the IPOs have performed relatively well mm. uh, compared to the IPO price. Mm. Okay, okay. Then given this backdrop, can we see further activity in the IPO market in the last quarter? I mean, can the final quarter performance push further to outperform last year's overall activity? That is a difficult question. <laughs> I, I think I think for 2022 to, to, to outperform the 2022 numbers mm-hmm. may be challenging okay. given the strong start to 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the signs are definitely much more encouraging now. Mm. I think as the fundamentals continue to improve, as long as valuation continue to be attractive, we should we should expect some of the highly anticipated mega IPOs coming into the pipelines. And uh, hopefully the geopolitical conflicts uh, do not continue to escalate. Right. And, and, and that, that should see an improve in sentiment of IPO. Mm. I, I think what is, what is really exciting is that companies these days are more informed about what is required for an IPO. Mm-hmm. They are also more open to even cross-border listing and, and exchanges around the world are pretty open to, mm. to, to companies around the world. And I think all these are positive to, to companies that's exploring the IPO route. Mm, okay, well, thank you so much, Yu Kang, for your insights today. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking to Yu Kang Chan, who's the ASEAN and Singapore IPO leader at EY. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.